Well, welcome everyone to the Voice Activated Podcast, where we're here to help you turn on the singer in you. I'm your host, Natalia Chase, along with co-host Callie Morris. And if you're passionate about singing and hungry for insights in the music industry, you are in the right place. Join us on a journey where we're going to bring you expert interviews, actionable advice, and inspiring stories from the world of music. And today we have Stacy McKay. Welcome. We're so excited to have her. She's been waking up Central Ohio listeners for more than 25 years. She is a recipient of multiple top radio personality Columbus Awards, as well as she recently won the prestigious Gracie Award, recognizing radio, TV, and movie personalities for excellence and programming for women. Just to give you some context, other folks who've won this award this year are people like Christina Applegate. Megan Markle, Faith Hill, The Drew Barrymore Show, 48 Hours. Gosh, Stacy, you are among the elite and we are excited to have you. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm uh, at the lower tier of all of that. So, oh yeah. gosh. Well, we are we're excited to have you. I it's just amazing. Um all that you've done in the music industry and as a radio host, we can't wait to pick your brain. So can you, I just want to start off and find out how you got started in radio. Well, um, it's kind of interesting. This was a long time ago, but I actually, I was in high school and I was going to be an English teacher of all things. And by the way, no shade to English teachers, because I think that's great. But I, I'm yeah. so glad I didn't do that because I really don't have that great of a great of a grasp on the English language, but um, my I ran track when I was okay. a senior in high school, and my track coach was my English teacher, and he also taught a radio and TV class, and I took it because I thought, oh well, my coach is doing it, so I'll get an A, and <laughs> I took it, and at the end of it, I mean, I just I loved it so much, and I was one of those students that just went above and beyond, and he said to me. You know, I know you want to be an English teacher, but I'm telling you, you need to go in radio or television. And I said, would they pay me to do that? Yeah. And he said, he said, yeah, they would. And that was it. I mean, I said, okay, I, cause I love just that class and I did it. And I, I mean, I, I, it's funny how fast my, it changed my mind, but I loved it so much and I have never looked back. Yeah. Well, you know, it does take mastery of the English language to be in radio, you know? It kind of does. It, it kind of does uh, a little bit. But yeah, so I mean, I just went to college. I went to Mount Vernon Nazarene University. I got involved in the radio program there. I was really lucky. They were actually starting it when I started. They were starting their regular, you know, the radio program uh, and actually getting a radio station on the air. So I got to see the whole thing happen. And by the time I was a junior in high school, I started working in at the local radio station. So I started working before I even graduated from college and I've done it ever since. Wow. So talk about some of the folks you've met along the way. That's gotta be exciting. Boy, yeah, I've, I've really been fortunate. I've met a lot of people, obviously in the music industry, I've uh, been able to meet a lot of people that I've really liked. Um, anywhere in the gamut, um, honestly, I have such a, a range of people. It would be hard to, to name them all, but I try to let people know it's like 
the gamut starting at like Barry Manilow all the way up to, um, you know, like Maroon 5 and people like that. So a lot of music people and then a lot of celebrities. And I've been lucky, probably the biggest celebrity I ever got to meet and hang with was Steve Martin. And I was really fortunate to get to do that. I did an event with he and Martin Short. I met Martin Short too, uh, but Steve Martin was like, he's my guy. Um, And I got to do an event uh, at a local theater here and be on stage with them very briefly and then hang out with them backstage. And um, I've just met a lot and most are so very lovely. I just look at it as probably the, the, one of the coolest things about my career is you just get that opportunity often to meet people or to talk to them and get to know them a little bit differently than maybe most people would. Really, you get to be a part of the success of some of these folks' careers, really. Um, you and you think about other radio hosts around the country, because that's how people like Callie and myself get introduced to a lot of these artists, um, is having folks like yourself that help put them in front of us. Um, so that's kind of neat that you get to be a part of their career in a different way. So um, very cool. Yeah. Can you talk about like where you find yourself today? You know, what does today, like a day-to-day look like in the world of radio and your life? Well, radio has changed a lot over the years. It's interesting you say that because, you know, back in the day, I mean, even honestly, before my day, probably, you know, you would have radio personalities that were on the air. I mean, those are the people you know, you hear about stories of radio stations up in Cleveland, you know, um, that actually would get to create the careers of artists because they would hear their record and play it. Yeah. And I have never really been involved in that. That that has okay. changed so much since then. I don't get to do that. Even early in my career, when I started, by the time I started radio, um, and and I and that's not to say program directors. I'm not a program director. I'm an on-air personality. And I was a program director for a while. We do get to decide what a radio station will play. But I will tell you, the decision on, you know, who makes it and things like that has kind of been taken out of our hands a while ago. Now, we do get to play people, obviously, and we get to interview them and things like that. But as far as me being able to do that for someone else, it's been pretty limited because we just don't get to do that anymore. Now, there are, you know, people in the radio or the music industry, I should say, and they kind of have a, I, I want to say a bigger control over who gets radio airplay and things like that. And of course, now there are other, as you know, there are more avenues for music, which I think is really cool. Um, we've seen artists that just kind of bypass all of the standard um, ways of doing things and have gone on uh, maybe social media um, and, and found their own way. So radio has changed in that regard. It's still a big thing and it's still where people can get music, but now there's a lot of choices and you don't get to be as a radio personality back when radio started way before me. Um, oh, I'm going to play this artist. I think they're really good. Um, We don't get to do that as much. Now I get to do it a little more on a local level because we do things um, like a Christmas show that's all live and local. And that we do get to, we get to 
highlight artists that are really, really good and maybe uh, let people know that didn't know that these artists are out there. So there is some of that in that regard. It's just not like it used to be way, way back in the day where if you were an on-air personality, you might just hear somebody and say, I'm going to play that on the radio. It, it's yeah. not that much like that anymore. Do you find that to be difficult just because you're the personal personality that people actually know locally and they might, you know, artists might approach you and say, Hey, can you put me on the radio? Is that a common question that you get? Because there's not a real understanding from the artist perspective of what that looks like for you as a radio personality. Right. And, and I think, you know, there probably are, I, I would say there probably are some smaller uh, market stations that maybe get to do that. Or if yeah. it's a, a very niche radio station, um, they may get to do that. Um, so I don't want to discount that there are still some of those smaller entities that can do that because I think that there are. But yes, we get asked that a lot. I get asked that and I wish that I could. There have been times I really know someone is just as good as you know, any artists that we may be playing, but I yeah. can't make that call. And most radio stations, and not all, most radio stations um, don't play local artists as much as, as they should. And it and it's a challenge, I, I think, for everybody to, to say, how could we do that? We talk about that from time to time. How do you, you know, work that in? Because I think it'd be cool to, per this is me personally, I think it'd be yeah. cool to be able to do that. That's just, that's just my personal opinion on it. But as you all know, the music industry is pretty complicated these days, probably yeah. more so than people realize. Even me, I'm not in that part of it. You guys are. So I'm sure you realize it's pretty tough and, and complicated. So I would love to see yeah. more people do that and have the opportunity to play local artists. I really do. Personally, I think it's it would be a cool thing to do. Yeah, but you find a way to do it in a sense with your old fashioned Christmas show that you've been doing for years. And I think you kind of touched on that briefly. It's a great way to include the local community while we know there's program directors and contracts behind the scenes that might prevent, uh, and I'm correct me if I'm getting this wrong, but if, you know, there's contracts behind the scenes that um, require stations to play maybe, you know, certain artists, is that correct or, or no, or maybe? No, I don't, I don't, okay. I wouldn't say that. No, I okay. think, I think each radio station will pick a format okay. within, in, in the market. You'll have, you'll have radio stations that have all different kinds of music formats yeah. and then they play music that fits into that format. Okay. And I don't, there are like, mu there are music contracts, obviously, like if you have BMI or ASCAP and if I'm, I don't get too much into yeah. all of that, honestly, I'm not involved in that part of it, but I know those are there, but those aren't, we aren't required to my knowledge, to my knowledge of, of radio. And as I've been in it, and just as a, an on-air personality, we aren't required to play certain artists. Okay. We just, we are working to um, play the songs that people want to hear. And so, yes. you know, it seems often that the bigger audiences obviously would be for national recording artists. Right. Um, we'll, we'll throw a name out there, a Taylor Swift, 
Um, you know, people are clamoring to hear her music, obviously. Now, today they can find her music in a lot of new places, just like they could find your music. Um, that's why I think it's cool a cool time to be an artist. But um, radio stations are often looking at, okay, now if I play this song, you know, how many people will be wanting to hear that song? So that's more of it. It's the format that you choose and finding the artists that are popular within that format. But there's there's always wiggle room. And to my knowledge, there's no, um, and I could be wrong about that or not thinking about something here, but I don't think there's anything that says we have to play certain artists. But if you're a format and say you're an adult contemporary format and you're not playing certain people, mm-hmm. you may not have the people that come to your radio station for that format listening as often does that make sense so that's where the choices would come in um and that's how it would work yeah it's really interesting from an artist perspective and obviously that's where our audience most people who would be listening to this podcast so thank you for giving us that detail um because i think there's just common misunderstandings or of not understanding how it works, you know? And so, um, but yeah, so thank you. That's good stuff. Yeah, sure. And it's, it's just a tough thing. I mean, everybody's competing just like you all are competing and everybody's competing for, you know, if it's a, if it's a commercial station, then they're obviously, you know, competing for advertising and things like that. And so they're trying to put, as I said, that that's not my position, but Um, they are working to put the best product on the air. And I think sometimes it's just, it's a, maybe a fear sometimes of playing the wrong thing um, that keeps people from doing it. And again, this is me personally speaking. I've always thought it'd be cool to do it more. I, I, I don't know why we don't, but that's, that's just not, that's me personally. Um, And I'm sure that someone else, who's on that side of the business would be able to tell you better why they don't. So it's easy for me as the on-air personality to go, Hey, I think it'd be cool to do this. Yeah. Um, and we've spun, you know, we'll have artists in and things like that. We'll, we'll put them on the radio with us. Um, but it's not something that ever goes into rotation necessarily. Um, I think we say, well, if you, if you're able to get that through the record industry, to, you know, to chart and things like that. Um, but again, I, I, it would be, it would be, you'd get better answers from someone that's not the the person, as I call myself, you know, the, the gal trying to be funny and entertaining yeah. on the radio. Because, um, yeah. and that's another misconception. People think um, that, you know, we have a morning show and our people on the morning show staff and even the middays and afternoons our people, all of us on the air, we don't choose what we play. Yeah. It's all programmed for us. And yes. so we see it on there and it's, it's pretty strict about that. Uh, you know, back in the day you'd play requests. When I started, I was allowed to do that. I was allowed if people called to play requests and I was very young when I did that, but I was allowed to do it. Now we don't, there, you might find a show. There might be a show that's purposely that. But for the most yeah. part, all of our music is programmed and we don't really have to think too much about it. Um, that part of our show is we just, we play yeah. the music that's there. 
there's probably a ton of research behind it now. Like we have so yeah. much more research and data that helps to drive decision-making. Yes. And so, yes, thank you for sharing that. It's so, mm -hmm. such good information for artists and yeah, good stuff. Thank you. Um, and I did want to ask, um, what is your secret sauce for staying relevant in today's industry? It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. I, you know, part of my job is just current events, no pop culture, knowing what's going on. Uh, I think too, I have a, I have a 17 year old daughter. That certainly helps me, Kelly. Um, <laughs> she, she, she will let me know very quickly when I am not current and relevant. Um, she'll let me <laughs> which I find out often, uh, the things, you know, and as soon as, you know, a phrase or something, if I use it, I know I'm not supposed to. Right. So let me. Mom, <laughs> um, that is so yesterday. You know, I can't, you know, it's funny. Uh, but no, I think that that helps. I'm very curious. I'm, I, I feel, um, I, I still feel very interested in our music and, um, you know, a lot of the, and movies and pop culture. I mean, as sports, all of it. Um, these are, these are parts of my job, but they're also parts of my life. I mean, it's just something that I enjoy doing and, you know, you talked a lot about research. We do a lot of research. We um, look a lot at who's listening and who we would like to have listen. And we try to make sure that we have someone that on our show that, you know, is speaking to each different, you know, generation, age group, all of those things. I think yeah. we're kind of fortunate in that regard. Um, you know, there are a lot of people going through what I'm going through, you know, that have teenage kids, some have teenage daughters. So when I talk about that, they get it. They know what I'm talking about. Um, one of the members of our show, Greg is younger. He has younger children and they're in elementary school and just now going into middle school. So he can talk about that. Uh, Dino has an adult daughter who's engaged and he can talk about that. And Clark um, has grandchildren and he can talk about that, but we're all still very involved in today. And we just all come at things from different perspectives. So I think that's it. Just knowing what's happening in the world um, and wanting to be a part of it, I think can really help you stay relevant. But there's a lot of television. There is a lot of streaming, um, social media, TikTok. Yeah, I'm there, much to my daughter's chagrin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I enjoy yeah. it and I do it and, you know, I'm having fun. So. Um, that's really it. It's, it's a lifestyle. Um, and, and, and a big part of it for me too, is along with being relevant, it's just being involved in our community. That's a big deal too. Mm. Um, you know, I, we just did a big fundraiser. We do a fundraiser everywhere, every year for nationwide children's hospital. Um, I was out then that night at the, uh, tree lighting ceremony out at Easton. I mean, that's mm. a lot of what we do. It's just being out in the community. And I think that that helps too. That helps yeah. too. But I, yeah. but I also, I also just try to be me. Um, Kelly, I think that's important too. 
is to yeah. be me and to not try to be something that I'm not. That's, that's kind of, for what I do, that's a big deal because you're living your life in front of everybody on the radio and right. sharing your lives with them. And, and many are sharing their lives with you. That's how you stay connected. So I think that's the biggest part of it. With all of that said, just still being me and make sure I'm true to myself. And if I'm, you know, if I'm saying something wrong or I got on TikTok and my daughter's rolling her eyes at me, that's part of me. <laughs> you know, uh, it's interesting because in our last, last podcast with LA area producer, Colin Boyd, he talked about one of the biggest things that artists can do is stay authentic. So it sounds like really music industry wide, it doesn't matter what side of the industry you're in, authenticity is important to stay relevant, to stay connected. I love what you said about staying curious um, and know what's going on around you in the community and in the world. I loved stay curious. That's huge because that almost yeah. touches all of those areas. Um, and then obviously coupling that with authenticity really just helps us just to connect with others. Like it's the heart of a person connecting with the heart of another person versus a facade trying to connect with the heart of a person. Um, so I love, I love what you said, because really that is rigored all throughout. We see it all through your career, you know, for those of us that have lived mm -hmm. in this area for a long time, you're a staple and, um, yeah, fun, authenticity, curiosity just seems like it's part of who you are and what you do. So, well, and well, thank you. And what a, but what a great job, right? I mean, just you kind of, I have a job where you're just you, you're just you, okay. you ask questions, you know, and that's how lucky I'm just, I'm a fortunate person. And, and that's a big part of it too, um, is to just be passionate about what you do. Because if you're not, and you're not enjoying yourself, then that's going to show too. So I think that's part of it for me is, you know, I learned early on, I mentioned high school and I mentioned that because I knew then immediately what I wanted to do. And I yeah. never, I've never really thought about anything else. I chuckle at the idea because there've been opportunities that have come up and I think I can't even see myself doing that. I, I think it's, I could do the job, but it's, could I be passionate and enjoy myself as much as I do now? And as I have in my career, I'm just lucky. And that in and of itself, if you're still passionate, I, I, I think it does carry over. Um, I, and I think it's true with anything. You know, there are people that, um, and we all know them. There are some people that are old souls and they um, age at a different pace and they're happy doing, you know, a certain thing. Um, I always feel like I, I, I was just thinking about this with someone and I was saying, I don't notice, you know, we ask people to do things like be colorblind. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I feel that I don't, I, I don't look at, and I've always talked to my daughter about that. You don't look at someone's color so much, even when I meet them, because I, I don't think about that, yeah. you know, and I, and I think it's the same with, with age. I don't think about that with people. I think about that. I guess I connect with their personality and, yes. and so that's what it is for me. And yeah. so the age 
the, the, the gender often, the color, all of it, it goes away, yeah. color, everything. I'm, I'm connecting to the person's being, their, their personality yeah. and all that other right. stuff goes away. So I think I have a lot of friends then too. I don't even think about, sometimes I think, how am I friends with someone, you know, that is this much younger than me? Or how do we find yeah. common out, commonality in that? Well, because it's, the rest of it goes away. We're just, yeah. we're just, we're drawn to one another's personality. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's like the humanness of you connecting to the humanness oh. of another. I love that. Well, this is so good. We just have a couple quick questions to, to ask just to kind of wrap things up. Um, I'm really curious, like what you're currently working on, what do you see on the horizon? Like, are there any upcoming projects or anything you're excited about? Well, um, as you know, this is a really busy time because uh, this is our this is our busiest time of the year. Yeah. First of all, we look forward to next year, and and we really do put together kind of a plan and and take a look where we are on our morning show. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. But the big project right now is our Christmas show, and that I just love it. It's I look forward to this every year and it, it's as it's the reason I said, I mean, yeah. I love, we have so many, we have so many talented people in central yeah. Ohio and every year there was a time where it became like Christmas tradition where you didn't, when I first got here, cause this was started before me, the radio station started this a long time ago and has been, been doing it for, I want to say 40 years, something wow. like that. Maybe yeah. before me, it started in a, in someone's garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it did, but yes. uh, now I think we've, we've moved to bringing in new people as much as we can. And each year, my goal has been to find somebody brand new and, and we have this year, you know, I mean, people, when you talk about people coming and saying, you know, play our music, play our music or whatever, yeah. this show, this show gets more requests than you would ever imagine. Yeah. Um, and we've talked often, boy, could we make this a bigger deal? Can we do something different with it? And we're always looking at it. Um, but my goal is to always try to find at least one new person, group, uh, whatever it may be, that's here in central Ohio that I wasn't aware of. Yeah. And we don't even scratch the surface, I am sure. And so, but that's a lot of time and effort. We are in a new space this year for the first time in probably 30 years uh, yeah. at least. So um, I'm, you know, I'm excited about that, uh, but I'm also nervous about it. But that is our biggest project. But I love it because it's all local artists. Yes. It's all live. There's, it, it's truly uh, old fashioned radio, the mm -hmm. way it started, you know, when people would come and perform their songs live on the radio, that doesn't happen anymore, except during this show. And I love it because you never know what's going to happen. Um, but more importantly, it's, it's the local artist chance to be heard. And it's yes. all, everybody's just good. I, I love everything about it because we just have a great community. And that includes yeah. both of you, 
Um, you both. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Really, yeah, yes. really, really good. And I love that we can do this and have the opportunity to do it um, and, and let local artists be heard. And, you know, some of these folks, and like you all have been doing this a while, there, as you know, there are artists there that have made a living doing this for many, many years yeah. and, and been successful too. Uh, some have had some, some national success. Um, some have been just successful locally, but have made a very good living doing that, you know, something yeah. that they're passionate about. So for us, I would say for me personally, that's the biggest project that I work on and that the, the one that I love yeah. the most. And I wish we could find other ways to do that um, even more and on a bigger scale. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's also, you know, it's hard because you want to save some of the magic of it, <laughs> but, but it's just an astounding show. And anybody that ever goes says that they just say, oh, I can't believe yeah. that this exists. It's like, well, we yeah. can't either. And we yeah. do everything we can. <laughs> we do everything we can yeah. to protect it and to keep it going. You know, I agree because it's interesting. I, so I have two older boys, um, 19 and 17. And I don't know if you remember Stacy, but my boys were maybe eight or nine and they sang with me one year. So thank yes. you, first of all, for having both me and Callie, but I just, it was interesting this year. So, um, you know, both of my boys are actually, they're taking college classes and, um, they mentioned about the old fashioned Christmas show and they want to go this year. I mean, they come most years with me mm -hmm. and it's really a highlight. And I have an 11 year old daughter and I was just thinking about, I don't know. I don't know if she was born. Maybe the first time I started coming, I maybe just had my two boys, but she brought up too, that it's something that's really fun and she looks forward to it every year. And so it's like a, a local staple and I'm sure it's a huge undertaking getting live radio at a remote location and you, you do this and then you have artists come in. There's no, um, uh, there's no rehearsal It's you've got to get the sound right. All of it. It is truly the old fashioned Christmas show. And so it's, it is a cool thing. I agree. Yeah. I was going to say a lot of people are like your family, even if yeah. they're not involved, we get emails from people and now I know them. Uh, that come from out of state. Yeah. People that, that <laughs> honestly, and this is funny, either they yes. came in family at the time or they were on their way somewhere and they heard this yeah. and they, they heard where we were and then, you know, Google it or whatever and come in and now they okay. come back and they plan their trip. So yes. it is a tradition for people. Yeah. And, and we know that. And it's, that's kind of the beauty of it. You almost don't want it to get too polished because it yes. takes the, the joy of it away. We've had people mm -hmm. stop. We've had people live on the radio, start their music and stop. Now that very rarely yeah. happens, but it's, it's kind of comical when it does it. It's right. like, Hey, this is live radio. You never know what's going to happen. And there've been a yeah. lot of silly things that do, but it's the beauty right. of it. And the fact that all these artists can come out here and walk on this stage and just be so good and yes. sound good. It's cool. Really cool. Okay. I am curious because you 
from a radio personality standpoint, you've gotten to watch the trajectory of artists over your entire mm-hmm. career. What commonalities do you kind of see in successful artists that have, you know, longevity? Is it similar to what mm-hmm. you shared with the longevity in your career as a radio personality? Well, here's what I would say, because yes, that is an issue that we have been able to see. I've been able to see that I can remember a lot of artists that have come to our radio station. Um, you know, they'll come in and no one knows who they are. Uh, I remember a young man coming in and just a little guy and he came in and they said, would you have this guy in? We just trust us. Um, and it was, you know, the record company, someone that we trusted and we didn't set it up. Our management yeah. did. And we had this little guy come in and he started singing and his name is Josh Groban. Oh my gosh. And yes. Just stand okay. there and just watch this voice come out of this guy. Yes. Um, it's astounding. And we've had artist after artist. Ed Sheeran was at our radio station when no one really knew who he was. Here's the commonality that I would say, and I can go on and on about a a lot of those people. It's easy. It's the willingness to go to radio stations, the willingness to jump through the hoops, the, and and not even so much that I would say it's the joy of doing it. I have met artists and I'm not going to name the ones because they're not around anymore. And they had one or two really big hits and started their way up. And because they were not like that. Um, they were they were maybe unkind or they thought certain things were things they didn't need to do. Um, there's a difference in those artists and the artists. I'm not saying there aren't artists out there that can be kind of, you know, divas or whatever, but those people working their way up, they're very kind and they're yeah. down to earth. And they're passionate about what they do. And so they take each opportunity as just that, an opportunity. And they don't say, you know, because at our station, they may just have been playing in front of, you know, our staff. You know, they just came yeah. in because they wanted the radio staff to hear them. Yeah. And, you know, they might have done three, four songs. Some of them went longer. Some sat and chatted with us. They took pictures. There've been many, many artists that you would be surprised now that are huge that we probably couldn't get them to come in and do that now. But when they were here, they were so kind and so humble. And I know that sounds simple, but I've known, I've seen both sides of that. And I've seen people that were so talented and should have gone on and on and on, just be so above it all and nasty Um, And I can't say again that that happens to everybody because we know some artists are just so good. It doesn't matter. (laughs) But but by and large, uh, by and large, the people that, you know, just were kind and passionate to be there and humbled all of those things that seem so simple, but it made a huge difference. They made a mark on people. And when you meet somebody like that, that's important for a lot of artists to remember we've gone back stage with a lot of big artists, you know, and I always get nervous because you never know if they're going to be someone, it, you know, there's someone you love, you yes. know, and you have to remember that you're meeting somebody you love. And I know that's hard for them because they're so busy and tired and they've got the show. But, you know, when you go back there, you find that there are some lovely, lovely people that were everything you were hoping that they would be. 
And then there are others that aren't that person. And so I think it leaves a mark on somebody. It leaves a taste in their mouth for a lack of a better way to put it. And I think that that makes the difference in my mind anyway. And for me and my, you know, experience for all these years, the people that were the kindest tended to have the longevity and make it Yeah, uh, because the audience, the audience plays, they're everything. The audience is everything. A record company can be behind an artist, but if the audience doesn't like it or they meet you and they don't like you, eventually it will, it will come across just like in any other business, right? Yeah. That's good stuff. Really good advice. So as we wrap up our time, is there any piece of advice that you'd like to share with our listeners? I would, you know, I would say just keep going because I know a lot of people get frustrated, especially now because so many radio stations, you know, maybe don't play the music and it's so hard to, to get into the industry. But I tell people the same thing. Um, Look, look for the ways and and keep going and don't, don't give up. Um, If you believe strongly and this is your passion, there are so many other ways now that you know, social media is awesome. And I would encourage you to use it. I, I just think there are a lot of new avenues now. Um, even the old fashioned ways, like I just mentioned of, you know, pounding the pavement, so to speak, <laughs> you know, going and visiting people, putting yes. yourself in front of people, being willing to perform at the local Christmas show or, you know, at the mall over the holidays or wherever yeah. it is willing to do that getting people to see you and hear you if you've got it people will tell somebody about it when they see you so those those things are still i feel alive and well more than people might might realize and just getting yourself out there if that's your passion you know go for it do it don't don't just look at it and go wow i'm not going to get played on the radio or wow i'm not going to get that record contract right, right away There are a lot of avenues for people right now. Just, you know, step back and look at all of those avenues. Yeah. That is good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for really the kindness that you've shown. I mean, what you're preaching, you're walking and we can see it just, (laughs) um, and I've had the privilege of knowing you for a number of years and um, just getting to see you each year and that kindness shows. So Congratulations on your Gracie. Amazing. Well-deserved. So it's been our joy to have you and uh, thank you for sharing your wisdom with us and uh, look forward to seeing you at the old fashioned Christmas show coming up here on December 22nd, right? Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. And to both of you, you know, I'm fans of both of you. So uh, you both are really, really talented and good at what you do so thanks for taking the time to talk with me and and keep going because you're both a joy to hear and to see thank you 